Welcome to The Infinity, the podcast where we talk and you listen. We're your hosts, Ashley and Tori. Woohoo! Season finale. Woo woo. So we're going to start off with the verdict of 2020. So the first thing we're going to do is just give a quick 2020 recap of some important events. And in case you missed them, which you should have heard them, but just in case you missed them, we're just going to give you some some brief facts. Starting in January, first of all, let's just discuss that this year has been the most odd, strange year. Girl, I think we canceled 2020 like three times. times. Like seriously canceled. Wow. Wow. Right. Okay. Like, who would have thought? I don't know because we came into this year with some serious visions, right? Girl, 2020 vision. Like we had 2020 vision. The, yep. We was going we to we change the world, right? And it, I think it was like crystal, a, a clear conscious. It was like a collective conscious thinking like amongst many people. You the know medicines. what I mean? That we had this we vision that things were going to change. Yeah. 2020 was going to be We We all thought monumental. we were prophets. We all thought we were prophets and that God had given us this great vision of what this year was going to be. Uh-huh. And God was like, ha ha, fooled you. And truth was, <laughs> though we had this prophet that this was going to be a year like none other. Oh, it was a it, year like it, no other. It came, it came to be that it, it was a year be. like none other. Mm-hmm. Right? We lived a full out Job year. Definitely one that no one would have predicted. Mm-hmm. Job. Wow, wow. So starting in January, after the U.S. drone strikes killed um, off Army General Qasim Soleimani on January the 3rd, we were left fearing for our lives, or they were left fearing for their lives, or, but we were left fearing for our lives. We thought we was going um, to nuclear war. Right, because we thought they were going to come for us, right? How um, many of y'all built a bunker? And you know, oh my God, you remember, oh my God, you remember we was watching and we was like, mm-hmm. why are these people spending all this money on these bunkers? Mm-hmm. Why are all these CEOs of these major corporations leaving the, these jobs? Like, mm-hmm. what is happening that we don't know about that come in 2020? Mm-hmm. So then came the dreaded impeachment of Donald Trump. Dreaded? We been thought that was going to happen. Yeah, but we was hoping he was going to be out. Mm-hmm. And he managed to... Be in. Okay. All the way in. Mm-hmm. So then um, the United Kingdom left the Euro- European Union, mm-hmm. Brexit. Thousands of acres of land burnt in mm-hmm. Australia. Millions of animals were slaughtered as a result. And then this is where 2020 really goes crazy. This is where that left hook came in. This play. is this the one we were, we weren't ready for this. And that was this mysterious disease that was brewing in China. So that's the end of February. I mean, end of January. So now we're in February. And the first week of February, we saw February. Donald Trump. Hmm? February. 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 The first week of, of February, we saw that Donald Trump was acquitted of all his alleged crimes. Say what? Uh, and then, also to mention in January, Kobe Bryant and his daughter both died in a helicopter accident, mm-hmm. um, of which they memorialized them in February. Yep. Finally, the word coronavirus started spreading as fast as the, the actual disease yeah. did, right? As it hit the U.S. I because remember prior that to day, then, it was, it was on hush-hush. Yes, it was It was definitely on hush-hush. And it, was, we still it was a weird cannot, situation. Yeah, we but, still cannot confirm when the first case was hit. Because weren't we, weren't we quite certain that it was some folk walking around with some stuff that we couldn't, you know... All the way back to we, the previous Thanksgiving. This isn't familiar. These, mm-hmm. these symptoms that you have, they're quite odd, right? Very odd. Yeah. Okay. And so then in March, that's when the entire world went into the mass hysteria because some guy in China ate a bat. That's what we heard, right? That's what we heard. And then we learned that we were in the midst of a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here we are come March and the whole world shut down. Shut down. Dum, dum, dum. Shut down. I remember midway through the year, we're having a conversation about first quarter earnings, how the company is going. Everything has been looking uh, kind of good. We, we were optimistic because we we're still on this 2020 vision. We get the call that we're not going back to work on Monday morning. Not going back to work. How dang odd was that? It was very. Of all the times that you wish this was going to occur when it came we was like what is happening work because not long after that children were out of school were out of school nationwide nationwide and i don't think anything like this has happened before except for polio which we never experienced yeah which we never experienced at this point in time and and what's odd is because this was around the time that you and i started plotting for and planning right yeah yeah so, so some crazy, crazy events, right? Yeah. So we go into, going into April, right? We go into these massive shutdowns mm-hmm. nationwide. 
worldwide. No toilet paper. No toilet paper. Hand sanitizer, alcohol, <laughs> Lysol, personal protective equipment, wipe, hospital beds, mm. or, um, low, you know, uh, ventilators. All of a sudden, we, we, we had no idea yeah. that we, we were in a situation where we could, you know, not have the things that we need exactly. in yeah. one of the richest countries. And we're out here, you know, like, scavenging as if these are the end of the end of the days because we thought it was the end of the day we really did i mean there was no water available to people we had doctors and nurses that were begging for the simple things that we should have mask. first Re- reusing mask reusing like mask hospital grade mask not even really? the n9 95 not right. even the n95 but we're just reusing like regular regular sterile masks sterile mask crazy craziness so um, we move into April. We have um, the mayor of D.C., among other black civilians and people, were protesting in social injustice. Why, you may say? Yeah. It's because even in the midst of a pandemic, we're continuing to see black men and women die every day. Especially related to the, the pandemic. Because right. the pandemic is affecting it, black communities at a higher, higher rate, rate. Yes. because we're always in the disparity Anyway, so now you have, you know, COVID-19 that's affecting the black communities. You have the mayor of D.C., among other mayors of other predominantly black cities, highlighting the racial injustices surrounding the virus. Because why why are we dying at a higher rate, black and brown, than everybody else? Obviously, because of the inequality with health care and the lack of emergency facilities that are available to us in our communities. And then if you add on top of that, layer of the fact that we're considered essential workers at higher rates because we are on the front line, whether we're nurses <laughs> from that level or we're janitorial staff or someone working in a grocery store or any of your everyday things that you may or may not. First line. Well, first line. First line of defense. First line of protection. First line of we're essential workers in all areas. Teachers, nurses, healthcare workers. Bus drivers. Bus oh drivers. my God, bus drivers passed away. And they were up there trying to like protest. Like this is a problem. How people getting on our buses without masks on. What's going on? And then we have our vulnerable people that are being protected by CNAs. And we're in those positions. We're at Walmarts. We're having workers that are dying while they're still trying to show up to work in work situations of grocery stores. And then you have people that are in factories. They started slaughtering chickens. (laughs) Do you remember the surplus? Get rid they of were them. giving out chickens and, and, and produce because, and produce because they were shutting down the factories and because they were at all these epic epicenters of the coronavirus. And of course, you have people of color that are working in these factories. So as we're working through April. And we're getting through all of this stuff when it comes to social injustice as far as like our health. We're also faced with a epidemic that people are not are just realizing is paramount to the survival of black people and black black culture. And that is police brutality. Police brutality. Systemic racism sure. that is threading through this country. Sure. So we have activists um, that are in the streets protesting um, in the midst of a lockdown. But we also have people that are protesting, counter-protesting because we are facing a lockdown. Right. Because that was a whole other thing. So you got these people who are counter-protesting talking about their rights are being violated because businesses are having to close for a period of time and schools are closed and most of the governors are demanding that people wear masks when they're out in the community to prevent the spread of this mm-hmm. novel disease. Not to just protect yourself, but to protect others because the disease is supposedly can be it, dormant in your system and you not show any symptoms, but it takes mm-hmm. Seven to 14 days for you to recognize that you're sick. Yeah. So why is this a problem? Why do we have counter protesters screaming about their civil rights? We have privilege. What because the, the same counter protesters showed up to government mansions in with, government official buildings with, with, with guns, guns. With guns. With guns. Circulating and threatening. Yes, while people are dying in the streets because they are protesting the killing of black people. And all we want to do is leave. But but well for that for one, but for two, people in other communities are also dying from the virus. 
So like, what are we talking about? Okay, so so among along with that, um, the cases of coronavirus continue to soar. They're not at record breaking numbers just yet, but they're continuing to soar because you still have the president out here who is hosting presidential rallies where we are further brewing the virus and sending people home sick, obviously knowing that majority of his fan base are, are the elderly mm-hmm. um, who are loyal Republican Party members. So we move into May. May. May we were optimistic. Yes. May we started coming off of some of the lockdowns. They started opening some things back up. So we were optimistic. Like here we, you know, we've we spent several weeks in isolation <laughs> fighting for toilet paper and owl. Okay. <laughs> And here we are in May, and we're like, oh, it's getting warm outside. We're going to be able to go outside and have a summer. Oh, my God. You know, we we look forward to summertime all this time because they told us that maybe in the summertime, that would be a better time for people to be able to get out and venture since we've been locked down for about two months anyway. We we had restaurants that started to open. For the patio area. For the patio areas. Outdoor activities were, were lifted, so we had more opportunities to do adventures in it and, and have activities granted to us. Even amongst that, the racial wounds of this country still decided to rear their ugly heads. We had um, everything from the videos becoming available of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd. And Ahmaud Arbery. Ahmaud Arbery, all within a short period of time. And yeah. it was so and it was I some remember. more that we that we haven't even mentioned in here, yeah. but all, yeah, but these videos were sure, and it was, it was like heavy. Within two weeks of each it other, was back a, to back, it was burdensome for the whole black community and for anybody else who could relate or you know who yeah. who wanted to sympathize with us. Like it was major. It was it was it was so heavy. And I remember personally when it came to the Ahmad Aubrey case, the fact that we were on lockdown, gyms were closed. I'm an advocate person that works out. Um, most people that know me know that I'm in the gym at least five days a week and um, during this time during the pandemic with gyms closing we're outdoors we're seeking ways that we can exercise because on top of all the other shortages I can attest to the fact that you could not find a heavy weight <laughs> for mouths there were no weights, no weights. They, no so weights. the gyms are so, closed and now people can't work out yes now people can't work out so here's this black man running working out trying to keep his body in in shape because we know that our rates of mortality amongst this virus and amongst other health issues in the black community is high. So a black man trying to do his due diligence for his body and his mind and his soul because we know working out can be therapeutic. He is killed in broad daylight and not just killed, but chased down, chased down. by a group. Chased down. Not one white person, but, but three. three white yep. men chasing him down in, in 2020. broad daylight. In 2020. In 2020. And murdered him in the streets. It was almost as if it was very similar and symbolic to the mass mobs that used to chase black men down and lynch them in the streets. Daylight. Yeah, and thought and they now, could get away with and it. And thought that they could get away with it. Thought that they could get away with it so because much he, so he that had they a history. called the prosecutor sure. as an ex-police officer, called the prosecutor and coached their way <laughs> through this. But one of those men got a conscience and he decided to release video. Does that let him off the hook? Nope. Hell to the no. Because his ass is sitting and, up there facing capital murder as well. And the only reason he did it was because he was getting death threats and he wanted some protection. And he yeah. found out that, no, sir, you get no protection for the, the partaking and the conspiracy of murdering, murdering someone. a black man. So let's start with that. So that really hit me home during this time. It really, it, it really hit home because, like I said, I was outside. I was running. I was running in neighborhoods. Um, there was a push to celebrate Ahmad Arbery's life. Mm-hmm. So we did the, the Ahmad Arbery run, which is which was a four mile run. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, eight point forty six minutes. Forty six minutes, which um, the length no, of time that the that was the George Floyd. Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. two point. It was two point two point um, something miles because it was forty five miles or something yeah, like that. I believe it was. It oh, was, was it? It was a date. Two point thirteen or something yes, like that. Two point thirteen. Yeah, it was the because date of which he was. It was the date of which murdered. he had he was murdered. But again, those did not show. Those videos did not show up until May. 
So we're, we're hit with that. Um, right on the heels of that, we're hit with uh, Breonna Taylor, who was murdered in her home by police that later said that they were at the wrong address, who then came back and said that they were at the right address, but she was involved in a conspiracy to traffic drugs, who later came back and also changed her story again. So we're hit with this, and then Lies. we have George, George Floyd. Floyd, which I think was the heaviest of all because we and actually watched the last breath of this man leave his, his body his as mom. he was crying for his mother, a grown 42, I think he was 42 years old, male, and with he may have been with older. With his own children. With his own children crying out for his mom and watching his last breath leave his body. So all of this wrapped up into that... Racial injustice. Racial injustice. We just got to an impasse amongst each other like where we just was like, we have to have a voice. Right. We have to have some way of expressing ourselves, leaving something behind, and putting our ideas of the infinity kind of out there yeah. past just paper. Yeah. So we launched our first episode. We launched our first episode. Yes, we did. Our first episode, Values. Yes. Mama um, Knows Best. Mama Knows Best. And so we re- we recorded our first episode featuring Ashley's mom. Yeah. Who was here to speak with me, Tori, as a young mom. And she dropped some jewels on me about raising girls. Yeah. Very much beneficial. <laughs> Reminding me that we have to have grace when we are raising our daughters, allowing them to make mistakes and allowing them to assert themselves, but still reminding them of our roles, mommy and daughter, and that Mm -hmm. we have to have boundaries and discipline. Yes. So those were very, very important uh, jewels that... And I think what I gained from our first episode, too, was the fact that you also had your lovely daughter, Addison, as a guest speaker on our first episode. Yes. And I thought it was awesome seeing how, even at a young age, her seeing the value of having such a great mom and what it can be to have you there supporting her mm-hmm. and then also having my mom on the show mm-hmm. to show how she was supporting me. Yeah, so and you're kinda, an adult and now. And I'm an adult and the, now. And it so. shows the importance of us having right. bridge in this relationship, having open dialogue, right. but also reminding us of our roles. You yeah. know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. So out of all of the heaviness of uh, the month of May, between the clashes between the police and the protesters, protesters. and seeing all of this while the virus is getting at its optimum level well we at least we thought it was the optimal level I think it was it was great to see some sunlight in that that we were able to start our podcast absolutely so then still within the month of May um, you had the U.S. government around I mean along with other countries who thought that they were controlling they were getting control of the virus they were trying to reopen because it becomes economic devastation yeah because we're locked down putting a strain on our GDP we're having um, a lot of businesses are closed. Closing. Yeah. A lot of unemployment. Unemployment rates are high. Yeah. Homeless rates are becoming high because people are being evicted. Right. So they put some things and in And people place. are being evicted because they, some of these people were frontline nurses that people didn't want. In their homes. In their homes. And then aside from that, it was just other regular frontline workers who were, well, some of them were frontline nurses. Yes. But, the, but on the other hand, we had frontline workers who were also losing their jobs because yeah. businesses were closing, but they couldn't pay their rent or their mortgage. You have restaurants that are closed that they couldn't pay their rent or mortgage. You have people that are sick and don't have sick pay. Don't have sick pay. And don't have the ability to take off from that. And now they're unable to work. Yeah. So they're not able to pay their bills. So the government passed a couple of different things in, in, in May and in June. Rent protection. Rent protection. Mortgage protection. Mortgage protection. Car insurance it, protection. Yes, even Stimulus to, checks. <laughs> yeah, we, we all enjoy those. Student stimulus, loan forbearances and stuff. Yeah, and then we also had... Um, unemployment. Unemployment boost yeah. that started during that time, the yeah. month of May. Um, we also had um, some things put in place to where... If you didn't have health care, like your your employer, like some extensions of FMLA, some yeah. extensions of some of our um, FSA. Due to having to be out. Due to having to be out. Or caring due to for our someone. kids having to be out, too. So our dependent, kids, dependent absolutely. care Because children are home. Yeah. Children are still home. Yes. We're, we're in May, and children are still home. It's and about time for us to get out. Sure, yeah. to start our summer. Yeah. 
because we thought we was going to have that boom in summer, right? Right. So we move into June, and and here you Oh, wait, but you know what? Before we finished May, we forgot about um, Kim Jong-un. Oh, yeah. Some, somehow we said that he was dying. And, he did. And he, he died. was definitely girl, alive. He, was, he, he died. He, he did. It was still alive. He yeah, just moved. Girl. He for a time. And I need to check up on that, because what I feel like happened was that he got COVID, and then oh, he yeah. came back and started rethinking some things, and he's become more generous, but I need to get that for sure. Yeah. I'm not certain. I, I'm with you on that one. So we move into June. And June comes in and all hell breaks loose. We have mass civil rights protests that broke out around the world in solidarity for the unjust, the unjust racial discrimination and murders of black people at the hands of the Police. U.S. corrupt justice system. And it, and, and it exposed people, when we say across the world, it exposed a lot of things because we were all on one accord, all out of the, the strength of George Floyd. So like this George Floyd fueled so much worldwide. We had protests in Africa, protests in Brazil, protests in Europe. London. I mean, everywhere. it was just everywhere. People were protesting racial, not just social, racial injustice. Racial injustice, yep. And systemic racism that was like the building blocks of this country. <laughs> and I know we, you know, for the, just for the lack of time, let me just mention, I know that, you know, we have seen these movements before and like I said, we've seen them in you know in the the past days history where we have these giants in civil rights justice that have always spoken for us and they've gotten so much done over time. We had this huge, huge movement where it seemed like everyone was on board with Black Lives Matter. This was a thing, yet and still. As time progresses, I know a lot of corporations came out and gave money. There was some uh, restructuring of the NFL, you know, some some restructuring of some police departments and some police unions. But it just wasn't enough to encompass and to undo or remedy the systematic racism that we have going on worldwide. Okay, not just nationwide, but worldwide. Definitely worth mentioning. We had um, the notorious hacking faction um, of Anonymous, as well as K-pop stands who booked seats to Trump's rally because you know he said like his rally is going to be huge. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. It's going to be the the largest crowd. Yeah, have the largest crowd, so it's going to be huge. And this was a rally that was supposed to take place in Jacksonville, Florida. That was moved to... It was supposed uh, to take place in Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Now, let's just... Come on. I mean, they they, they ended up taking it back to Tulsa, Oklahoma later in the year. So so let's just talk about the ignorance of that. He booked the Tulsa, Oklahoma on Juneteenth. Juneteenth? Juneteenth. Really? Yes. Huh. Yeah. Tulsa, Oklahoma. said he had no idea of the significance of Tulsa, Oklahoma and Juneteenth. Really? Really. The richest, most prominent African-American city, community, Black Wall Street in the early 1900s, off of the brink of slavery. You mean to tell me he didn't know the significance of Juneteenth in Tulsa, Oklahoma? Nope. Oh, that's nuts. Nope. Okay, so here we go. So that's why you had the K-pop stands who booked all of these seats, some some hundreds of seats or thousands of seats at this rally, and Trump thought all these people were going to show up, and he obviously got his feelings hurt. Mm -hmm. Thanks, K-pop stands. Um, So as a result, you had a whole bunch of empty seats, and his feelings (laughs) were hurt. Puerto Rico was on the, the brink of multiple earthquakes. Along with that, you had the Karens and the Kens. Along with that, the Karens and the Kens. These Karens and Kens. We didn't even know what these Karens and Kens were until we had to label them. They finally started cutting the fool because they couldn't suppress their racism when they were, you know, all these protests. They thought that it black was, people were going to gain well, privilege. You know, and, and, and this is me being uh, the devil's advocate, as I tend to be often on this show. Uh, but, you know, it's a very stressful time for the Karens and Kens. You know, they've been locked up in the house against their will and against freedom. And their civil and rights their were civil violated. their civil rights were violated. So how dare 
the social injustice put an inconvenience on anything that I have going on, including being in line and not wanting to wait and to cut in front of you and then to turn around and call you every N-word. In every day. word. I mean, but it wasn't just cutting in line. It was black people who were bird watching, mm-hmm. black people who were barbecuing, black people who were gardening, black people who were selling water. You um, name it. Do, yeah, you name it, right? <laughs> You know, moving into new neighborhoods, they were trying to convince them you're not yeah. supposed to be here. This can't be your house. Oh, Airbnb. Airbnb. I mean, like all kinds of crazy stuff. You had and these parents act white, and these if kids. If you're going to be here, just act white. Rearing their heads, but fortunately enough, and walking past your house and, and rendering your guns. Okay. So fortunately enough, these Karens and Kens were being called out on their shit. Their social media pages for this now where you mm-hmm. can go and look up these Karens and Kens who have been called in the police on black people. So much so for the dumbest that things. there are now laws. At least five states since the start of this has created this um, law that protects people from these Karens and Kens. That was a thing. And as we said before, we're, we're lifting off of lockdown now. We're exploring and enjoying this hot summer weather. But yeah, then we and have you know, health experts telling us, hey, simmer need, down. You need to simmer down. But th- we couldn't because so many people were complaining about their rights being violated because they couldn't go to the bars and the clubs. We came up off of some of the curfews and, and opened some things back up, I would say, too soon. But, hey, we'll, we shall see. That's yet to be determined. Damn, we did not record a podcast. Actually, we actually we did. No, yeah, yes, we, we did. We, did. We, we recorded we two podcasts so, in yeah. June. June rolls around, and at the beginning of June, we wanted to give homage to the fact that we have these Karens and Kens, but they have, they're no match for us vixen when it comes to the angry black woman and how we have fueled this country past so many obstacles and has used the same strength that they're standing on and or right now. throughout this systemic racial building blocks, stumbling blocks, whatever you want to call it when it comes to this country. Now we're here. Yeah. We're embracing this. Yeah, yes, absolutely. we're angry. Stay angry. We are. Black women. Because it, it was those black women who allowed for this change. We are uh, monumental in shaking and baking and making things move. But we didn't want to get too caught up in just the political aspect of the environment. Yeah. We wanted to kind of give you a little bit of our thought process when it comes to some of the everyday crap that we deal with. Whether it's amongst friends talking about their new boots Their situations. Or their new situations. Or if it was from everyday experiences. So we rolled out the villain or vixen. Why do good girls like bad guys? Okay. We got some pretty good feedback about it. Yeah, Um, we did. Uh, Apparently, we didn't go deep enough because guys feel that we have a little more to explain when it comes to us liking bad guys and why the good guys get no play. So we may have to circle back on that one, definitely. In in 2021. Yeah, in 2021 and see what's up with the fellas on what they think when it comes to us good girls liking bad guys. Okay. We move into July and our beloved Senator John Lewis... Yeah. A martyr of civil rights for blacks passed away. In addition to this, polls find that Asians and black Americans are reporting heightened discrimination amid the coronavirus outbreak, specifically because the president titled it the Chinese virus, the Chinese flu, directly attaching it to all of the Asian American population in the states. So you can understand how that can create some problems. And then on top of that, because of disparities in the healthcare system when it comes to black um, Americans and Africans worldwide, um, we were seeing that people of color were being discriminated against amongst the black American and black African nations in other countries were being discriminated against for the coronavirus, which was amongst me crazy because we were finding that Africans were finding themselves out on the streets in Asian American or Asian countries. So how how we how that happen? Because it didn't it girl. didn't originate. Okay, girl. all right, yeah. moving on. So um, <laughs> it was also reported that Russia was up to no good. First they were accused. Of, yeah, first they were accused of putting uh, bounties on U.S. troops, and then the Brits also found records that they were paying extremist groups to kill British troops too. What the mm. hell? Mm. Um, Trump and his bestie Eli Musk ended up sending two lucky guys into space which we found out later. And then Kanye West, you know, we mentioned him earlier in one of our podcasts. So he attended his first ever rally to endorse himself as president. 
And who would have thought 2020 could get weirder than this? What? Mm-hmm. But he ended up having a major mental health breakdown and admitted he was going to kill his own daughter. After that, he went off ranting and raving on Twitter. Daughter? Yeah. Oh, about um, his wife must have cheated on him. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Okay. Sheila. Yeah. Mm-mm. Anyway, Mm-mm. poor Kanye. Poor Kanye. Amongst that, by this time, we had had enough with 2020 and had Already. enough with the cancel culture because we had canceled Kanye. We had, we had to. He had that, to that, that's what the, we going to do? Yeah. He canceled us first. Yeah. I, he, you might be right about that. Okay. So we canceled the culture in our podcast, Void, as well as canceled 2020. And we canceled 2020 yeah. in, in, in July, girl. In July. That was enough. That we, was enough. We had, had enough. Determined as in, as we had determined in July. You know what? We can stop right here. Let's just stop right here because it, it can't. <laughs> what else? What what else is going to happen? But then we found out, unfortunately. We can't cancel a whole year. You can't because August came. Well, we thought we was canceling it, but it didn't what? matter. So the year moves yeah, on. Yeah, it, it kept going. So August comes and we have a 5.1 magnitude earthquake that strikes North Carolina and sends aftershocks throughout the East Coast. So, so let me get this straight. We had fires in Australia. Fires. In California. In California. Fires. I think we had some locusts somewhere up in there, too. Perhaps. In Africa somewhere. And now we got damn earthquakes. Uh, in, in North Carolina. Girl. Not just earthquakes, but earthquakes in North Carolina. Because earthquakes are quite common, common. on yeah. the West Coast. Yeah. But they're not common in North Carolina. Yeah. Mm. So, and this one was felt all the way to D.C. This is what I'm saying. It yeah. was it was a 5.1 mm. uh, magnitude. So mm. it was pretty significant. So um, COVID overwhelmingly strikes counties with um, the most black businesses, of course. Some good news or some hope. Yes. Some good hope. Out of, out of all of this. Great black hope. Yes. One of our angry black women came through with a win. <laughs> Hello. Here we go. We have Miss Kamala Harris as uh, the black woman who secured the vice presidential spot on the 2020 Democratic ticket. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Uh, right around that time where Kanye flops among black voters. That was perfect. It was so hard to watch. Oh, my goodness. What are we doing? Facebook bans racist depiction of black people and Jews. Oh, wow. They had to actually ban it? They had to because it wasn't stated. Oh, I remember what happened. Uh Uh-huh. Go ahead. Trump had a campaign about that, and then they finally banned it. Okay. Okay. Move on. So that's August. So now we move into September. Wait. In August. Yes. But amongst all of this, we wanted to take back some of our ownership. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. We had our most Viewed. Off the brink of um, our great black hope, Miss yeah. Kamala Harris. <laughs> we wanted to take back some of our power. And angry black women. Yeah. <laughs> we figured that this would be a time to go ahead and um, introduce y'all to, to Hot Pocket Coochie Talk. Uh-huh. Okay. Girl. So Hot Pocket Coochie Talk, Venery. The main thing that we wanted to express with this Hot Pocket Coochie Talk is that we are in control of our own bodies. Yep. Our own sensuality, mm-hmm. our own sexuality, yes. our own goddessness. Yes. And that we're Good not girl. going <laughs> Girl, that's all sexy. All girl, sexy. and we're not going to be suppressed or oppressed by any man, woman, Mm-mm. old folk stereotypes, systems that try to steal our rights. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um so and we had an amazing, it amazing guest. It was so guest. much fun. It was so much fun. It was. An amazing guest who was very open and she willing was. to share her experiences, her talks, even down to her own personal struggles with her addiction. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sweet pea. Sweet pea. Oh, Nana. Thanks, Oh, Nana. Yes, for joining us in August for our Hot Pocket to Coochie Talk. Hot Pocket Coochie Talk. Hot Pocket Coochie Talk. Girl, it broke some records. Not odd. <laughs> right? It did. It did break records. Okay, so oh, us being, <laughs> yeah. So us being a, um, a rather young podcast, just starting out. Hot Pocket Coochie Talk was pretty popular. Yeah, it was. Um, so it just let we us know what, what our viewers. We watching y'all just like y'all right? watching us. Okay, so that was um, in August. And rolling up in September, we have guess what? It is our time to shine, baby. Virgo season. Virgo season. <laughs> yes. And you know, nobody Pacific. celebrates Mm-mm. like Mm-mm. the Virgos. Or Virgo. even recognize, because for some reason, Virgos are just 
We're it's, it's, the, it's the common, it's the common uh, conversation. Yeah. You can't get enough. You we're can't. Ad- we're, we're addictive. We, yeah, we are. We are. Now, some sad news in September is we lost RBG, <sighs> uh, who was also a champion of women's change. rights mm-hmm. and change. It's like the blows just kept it's crazy. hitting, like yeah. month after month. Yeah, it just kept it's a coming. roller coaster. We couldn't enjoy the good because the bad was so much. You know, losing Senator Lewis and then turning around and losing RBG, both are and, and champions the, for you know. Not just champions for change. And I have to. I'm sorry. I have to go back to August for a second because right on the heels of, or right prior to our RBG, we lost um, our black hero. We lost Chadwick Boseman. Oh, my God, yeah. And that was like a hit, and it was a blow. But before we could even mourn him completely, we lost RGB. It was... It was RBG. It was something that we definitely were not prepared for. It was like a shock among all shocks Mm -hmm. to the celebrity community as well as the general population. Mm -hmm. Like we were shocked. Like his fan base were like, what? Like you took Black Panther? Yes. What? You took out Black Panther? We just got him last year. Yeah. 2020. Come on. Come on, dude. I mean, and, we, and we tried to celebrate oh, as best we could Virgo season throughout the August set, set up. And then we have RBG that, that rolled up in here and rolled yeah, up we, into the country, changed it a lot. Yeah. And she was holding on for dear she life. She was. She said she was. She was like, she I'm said, trying please. to stay here till y'all get this moment. Until, we get, a new, until we get a new president. Please, I'm trying. Can't, can't work with me. I, I done beat cancer three, four, seven times. Yes. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, the coronavirus ain't even took me out yet. Can you please? And we couldn't. And we Child, did. we tried. We tried. God, we tried bless our hope. Bless her. Bless we tried our hardest. And then um, amongst that scandal of all things, we had the scandal of all scandals when it comes <laughs> to people in these divorces. So y'all just really don't like each other being stuck in the house. We had celebrities getting divorced left and right, and they were uh, getting kicked out left and right. But they was also having a kick out left and right, which brought us to Vault. Cash out. Cash out, where we discussed everybody from Cam Newton to... Did we, we didn't even get a touch on Dr. Dre. Who getting and all paid? And all his stuff. Who getting and paid? And all his mess. And, and who, who, yeah. Who, so who, we, we talked about who was um, walking away with... with some cash, yeah, some dough. absolutely. And not just dough. That um, and any other um, perks that... Mm-hmm. Because, you know, some of them had children. Yeah. Just whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So that was our cash out. Yep, cash out episode dropped in September. We we explored all the avenues that you could cash out when it came to your relationship. So hey. if COVID is not working out for you, go check that out so you can see what you, what, what kind of because COVID holding folk hostage. It's yes. making it hard for people to be, in, you. to be amongst their the family, family members and loved ones. I love you, but okay. I don't like your ass. Listen, <laughs> listen, not not up in this coronavirus season when I can't go to school or work or uh, play golf or go to the gym or any of these other leisure outlets that I would have had to give me a break from you. Girl, you better be glad you ain't got no black eye. (laughs) So as we continue to roll through uh, the year in October. Okay, so we found out in October that Kim Jong-un popped back up on the scene. We found out that he actually was affected by the coronavirus himself. So he went missing. And then when he popped back up on the scene, we Mm -hmm. found out that he was dealing with coronavirus earlier in the year. And when he popped back up on the scene, he gave this tearful... He was sorry. ...speech, yes. He delivered this tearful apology to the North Koreans about his failure to guide them through tumultuous times in addition to the coronavirus. We were all in awe because we didn't think that Kim Jong-un was ever remorseful about anything. So that was different. Wonder if that was a result of his experience with the coronavirus. I don't know. Along with that, there was a plot to kidnap. Oh. Michigan's governor. All these people and they freedom fighting to get out the doggone house. To overthrow the government Mm. because these folk of privilege were complaining about their civil rights being violated because they had to wear masks. So mm-hmm. they were outside, first they were outside the Michigan um, Capitol. Mm-hmm. building. Yep, with firearms. Talking about give us us free. Yep. And then <laughs> finally, ultimately, it led up to some 13 or so um, individuals who were a part of some domestic terrorist group 
who decided they were going to kidnap and kill the mayor and overtake the Michigan government. Craziness, craziness, craziness. Craziness. So you have Kim Jong-un who resurfaces, governor gets kidnapped, and then you have Vladimir. Vladimir Putin. Putin, who decides in some cases that he's not going to be a... He, he's going to step he's down. He's ready to step down um, uh, uh, with because concern of, health of some con- health concerns. Some health concerns, right? So it was. It's been reported, although there are some um, some indiscrepancies about it. But it's been reported that he does plan on stepping down next year as a result of his health. So now we have two of Trump buddies just like doing one eighties, going through some stuff. Girl. Going through, going it takes through. life for folk mm-hmm. to be like, you know what? Maybe life is too short for me to be acting a fool like this. And if that wasn't enough, we're gearing up for election twenty twenty in November. In November, and my phone will not stop buzzing. You have calls coming through, text messages coming through. They're harassing us. What on. is going on, girl? And there's so much misinformation that we came through with a little a little bit of our own mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So we had our um, vote. Mm-hmm. There's more more reasons than none mm-hmm. where we could try to drop some gems on the fact that we do need to make sure that when we're voting and we're putting our foot forward for our community, whether it's the social injustice that we've been seeing throughout the whole year or whether it's issues economical issues, economics, or social issues, educational uh, issues, um, all of these just things, the local things. Yeah, that affect us and how it's constantly overlooked because we we, we, we quickly to, go to the general and the, the primary elections that affect the state and the the, the federal, the federal right. but we don't address issues or we don't show up for our local elections to address the issues that affect us most within our communities yep. because I think there's a disconnect in terms of like who has the power uh-huh. to change these things that are that we are affected by. And I think that's one thing that we witnessed in this in this last election as well. So we have all of the stuff that went on with our our local elections, which I think people started to get it, like the sheriffs, the judges, the prosecutors. These are the people that are directly affecting us. And we, it, and we saw that locally when it came to Breonna Taylor, yeah. when it came to George Floyd, yeah. when it came to all of these different things, even down to the guy who got killed out in, I think it was Arizona, uh-huh. by one of the local sheriffs there Uh during a protest. So we get all of these things where we're um, here at election time and we're having to make these decisions and we're trying to give you a voice and information that allows your voice to be heard Mm -hmm. through voting because there's more reasons than none to sit it out because a lot of people were talking about sitting it out, out like we did the last time this time we got trump yeah. don't fall for that don't fall for all no, these plots that they are setting up for us they're setting up booby traps and and we take it like all this effort that trump put in he put more money into campaigning to get black voters than he has put into ways to change the the issues that are affecting us most put money into that don't put money into your campaign to get us put money into the reform that we need as we roll into november first portion of the month is election time Mm -hmm. here we are 2020 elections and this shit lasts forever yeah we didn't know we we didn't have a president for 2021 what is the deal for like a whole week we were still trying to figure it out i mean others were trying to figure it out but and even at this point, there's some there's some lies, there's some conspiracy, there there's some propaganda, there are all these tactics to undermine what is considered what was considered the most secure election in, in, in American history. history. Yeah. Because off the brink of the last election, they hired a new election oversight committee to go back and find out all of the issues that were affecting us from the last election so that we could have a more secure election. And what's your boy do? Girl, he what fired, do? He, he he fired, fired him. him. He fired him. After he said that Trump... This Whoa. was the most secure election in modern history. And so you're like, oh, that's a lie. And he fired him. Wait, not to his face, not with a letter, 
Over Twitter. He fired him on Twitter. Yeah. Yes. 2020 brings about your termination on Twitter for the American people to find out before you do. How the hell that work? Well, we, what we do know is Twitter also announced that after Trump leave his, leaves office, he will no longer be... Uh, have access to Have access that to POTUS. all of the privileges that he got, being that he was... POTUS. Yeah. So, um, in addition Which means to that, what's that? That we have a different president, Praise Biden God. Harris won. Yes, so we have a Biden Harris win. Although we are still going through confirmation and conceding and certifications and, and recounts. legal battles and everything else in different Which, states, but at the end of the day, Biden has the most popular vote and electoral and electoral vote. college vote. Yep. So let's go ahead on and move on. Please, so, Jesus, let us make it to 2021 with a new president <laughs> and new vice president, Miss Kamala Harris, Miss Mamala Harris, Mamala of the nation. Making history. Thank you, Jesus. Making history. Though Trump refuses to concede, moving right along. Unfortunately, now, um, this is, this is. Um, In more ways than none, we are making history this election. We are. So we have the first black woman. Mm-hmm. Vice presidential candidate. Yes, the first. Oh, vice, vice, vice president, president elect. Yes, elect. Uh, we have the first black woman of immigrants mm-hmm. as the vice president elect. We have the first woman mm-hmm. elect vice president. Mm-hmm. What else can we add to so this? So we said woman. Yeah. We, we said of immigrants. Mm-hmm. We said black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, good stuff, right? And then we round out the end towards so Thanksgiving, we're we're coming up on family matters, and then we have some more uh, unfortunate unfortunate news uh, between. Um, we learned that Bobby Brown's son passed away. Bobby recently. Brown Jr. passed away at age twenty eight. Mm-hmm. I think we might still be waiting on the cause of death, but it seemed like it may be possibly COVID related. Yeah, so we just have this family. To me, they like remind the, the, me of the Kennedys. The Kennedys, right? Like, it's, it's just, just a plague just family doomed. where they just keep losing people and it's so very unfortunate but out of november we can bring a little bit of light praise them we had a fresh prince of bel air reunion yes that had both both (laughs) both aunt vibs was present good stuff good stuff so as we enter the last month of the year prior to us entering the last month of the year we also dropped two podcasts this month Uh uh-huh uh, we, we had have, Veer. We had Veer. And we had Volume. We had Volume. With oh, two guest hosts. Yes. Two right. hosts. And I believe actually Volume was dropped in October. So amongst all of the election chaos, yeah. we wanted to bring forth ways that you can create boundaries. Yes. <laughs> you can do a little bit of self-care. Yeah. As well as purging because we need that. We have to. We have to. Daily. It, it's, it's been heavy. 2020 has been a heavy year. And I think when people think about purging, which we covered in Volume, when people think about purging, we think about the material things that bog us mm-hmm. down, but we have to remember that there are, a you know, there's a lot of mental and emotional mm-hmm. things that bog us down, especially when we have others who rely on us and they, they drop their stuff off on us and then we're stuck with their stuff and our stuff, you know, because we want to be there for people, but sometimes people have to think about too how that affects the people we're dumping on. So volume definitely covered how to establish boundaries and how to purge. Mm-hmm. And as we uh, as we move forward through November, we wanted to make sure that we also talked about the growth that we have gained. If there has been anything this year has taught us, it is definitely how to veer. How to veer. <laughs> yes. Take that left, that right, and then that, that U-turn at any direction, at any point in time, at any point. At any given moment, we need to veer. This has been something where things have been thrown at us. And with that, you grow. Like the growth that comes out of immediate change, you know, growth, sometimes we don't look at it as being an optional thing, but it is. It is. It's optional. Change, however, is inevitable. Is inevitable. So you're going to either rise to the occasion when those obstacles are thrown at you, left or right, or... You're 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 going to stay at a standstill like our current president is after the election, refusing to concede. Refusing to concede. So he hasn't grown this whole year. He hasn't four years. Like 70, how old is seventy six years? Seventy six years. Okay. He hasn't he hasn't grown. He hasn't shown that growth. Clearly means that there is a developmental disability <laughs> there. Oh. Like there is a, a developmental. There was a stage interrupted in his development 
Mm. And it was it was around um, his his emotional intelligence actually, as his niece reported that his father was just so emotionally disconnected. I yeah. can see that. Yeah, and his mom was too. Yeah. Like his father was a monster, too. and his mom was just like, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Let let the boy raise himself. Mm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And and then he ends up president. Yeah. Jesus, there needs to be something put in place. I used to think that there had to be a test to take. Anytime Kanye can jump on the ballot. The verdict for 2020. Yeah. I say it is guilty of teaching us how to change and grow. It is certainly guilty of teaching us how to change. This is the thing. We came in with the hopes of growing mm-hmm. and changing mm-hmm. and evolving. Mm-hmm. We came in with visions. We did. Right? And, and, and we've been successful. I think it. I, in I think some spaces. 2020 vision has been the perfect theme for this year. So we started off thinking it meant one thing, and now in a true divine way, uh, definitely we have a divine way, a whole new perspective on what 2020 vision is. Right, with the exception of the loss. Yes. Right, because mm-hmm. we've had some major loss. On yes. the back of COVID-19, yes. it's been one of the strangest things that we have ever seen in our lifetime. We've never known for something to come and take so many people away from us and to disrupt so many lives. And I think that that is major I think um, it is when we come into like wrapping up our verdict for 2020, how we none of us were prepared for something so outrageous. No, I don't. I, I believe that the amount of loss Trauma. that we have experienced this year is definitely um, something that we will never be able to get over in our lifetime. Sure. I'm sure that there will be other things that people will experience past our years on, on, on this earth. But I really do feel that despite the heaviness of the year, despite the loss, the coming out of this with a true verdict of how we are as people as a community and as a society sure. is what we should reflect on as we're reaching the end of 2020. Sure. And 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 with that said, to take away is um, it's, it's important for us to reflect on what we have and who we have mm-hmm. while we can, because this was certainly something that we could not have prepared for in a million years. Never would have thought it was coming. And, and so in addition, if you don't mind, um, Springs, I'm going to just like recap my own 2020 visions. My, I, when I came into the year, I had a 20 twexit. Those affirmations was one, trust the vision that God is giving me. Hey. Two, passion, power, purpose. Hey. Three, money comes easily and frequently. Mm. Four, what you seek is seeking you. Ah. Five, your thoughts become your life. Six, know your worth. Mm. Seven, be in the moment. Mm. Eight, it's not about perfection. It's about progression. Get it. And nine, so live the life you want. And you want to know what's crazy about all of your affirmations? Mm. I feel like we've touched on them in each one of our episodes. Sure. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's so mirror image. My oh. 20 twix it. Yeah. That's yep. what I named it coming off of 2019. Whoop, whoop. Hello. That was a high five. That was a high five. So as we wrap up, I would like to say that although 2020 has been guilty of being one of the harshest years that I I would say um, most people have experienced, and, and, and it's been a rough year for me as well with personal loss as well, I think overall from a verdict of where we are personally, mm-hmm. um, I think that we can give it a little bit of grace. We don't have a chair. We don't have a choice. We don't. Girl, we we want this thing to evolve. And we 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 and we want to change paths. We made it. Heck, we did make it, right? Yeah. It's November twenty second, but yep. we made it. So although the verdict isn't out in my book, yeah. How about yours? Not quite. Not quite out. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I need I need to finish it out. I need to see it all the way through. Oh, you got to see de- December thirty first. I got to. You got to ring that bell. Yeah. Okay. How about you out there? Um, let us know let us know how you feel about your 2020 wrap up and what's the verdict thank you for listening and tuning into the podcast where we talk and you listen and i hope you enjoyed uh season one and if you would like you can always recap our episodes here um on our platform which is youtube Uh uh-huh like and subscribe yep And we will see you all next year Uh for our new season of The Infinity 2021. Don't forget. Like and subscribe.